2: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
3: Class is now in session. Let's start with a pop quiz, shall we? Professor Eddie Gross is here to help you with your bets. Who you play where you played them, at what point during the season you've played them. Being able to put all of that in context is really important. Let's be sharper about this on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.
0: Joe Ostrowski here with Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth, and we're getting set for Thursday night football, taking a look at the numbers you know, most most spots have it at four, but I am seeing guys uh, some spots going down to three and a half. So some Saints support out there, and it does tie into this week's "Let's Be Sharper" because it's home field advantage, and everyone knows that there is no home field advantage for any of the Los Angeles football teams because nobody wants any of them. And <laughs> how can we be sharper? What a toss! It's true. <laughs> it's true. Aaron, think there be more there. You weren't here yesterday. You think there'll be more Bills fans or Chargers fans? I brought this up to Ed and he was not happy, but he's but he agreed with it. Mm. More Bills fans, right? Mm-hmm. Bills yeah. Mafia.
1: Christmas in LA sounds like a Let's great go. idea. And
0: <laughs> yeah. So Ed, you have to how do fly we fly out Harvard?
3: of Buffalo first? Like you can't get snowed in. You got to get out of the area to get to Los Angeles.
0: Is it snowing anywhere? I don't we're not going to have a Christmas. I hope Christmas.
3: not, right? <laughs> it's, it's raining here. It's miserably yeah. looking out there, but yeah, anyway. Yes, home field advantage. Let's be sharper about it, shall we? Uh, plenty of us have studied the hows and whys of how many points we should tack on for the home team. And though it can be volatile from one season to the next, if you constantly go with, say, one and a half points, you're probably close to the exact number except for this season. We have seen significantly higher home field advantages than we have in seasons past. If we look at the last five years, first off, this is just an excuse to look at 2019, which was really, really weird that we had a home field disadvantage that season and everybody was up in arms saying, hey, have we just lost home field advantage in the NFL? Well, no, it was just an anomaly. And then, of course, 2020 happened, the COVID year where there were no fans and it almost didn't matter where you were playing games, et cetera, et cetera. But we did Get to see that home field advantage return in 2021, all the way up to now, where home field advantage is worth approximately two and a half points. But this essay is not just about this year, it's about looking at different types of games and seeing if we can find value with the home team. First off, it is important to note over the last several years, division games mean a smaller home field advantage by roughly a point. So if we look at the last five years, it's not a, con- a constant, consistent trend. But this year, home field advantage were two two 2.55 points. But within the division, it's only worth two points. Keep that trend in mind since these final weeks do involve a lot of divisional contests. And so if you're just assuming that, okay, two and a half is the number for the home team, well, in a division game, Just ratchet it back just a little bit. Make it closer to two, and maybe you'll find some value there. Now, also, because we are in December, we are in the holiday stretch where the weather is getting a good bit cooler, I was curious if home field advantage gets larger or smaller as you progress through the calendar year. So what I did was I looked at the last 10 years and divided it by month and wanted to see what home field advantage was by month. As it turns out, the differences are not significant. September, it's roughly two points. Then it goes down to one and a half, then back to two, and then back to one and a half. So no real discernible change if you're going from month to month over the last 10 years in terms of home field advantage. Again, two points in September games, one and a half for October games. Two points for say about you know November games, you know Thanksgiving games, things like that, and then you go back to one and a half for December slash January. So ultimately, if you look at it by month, really doesn't matter all that much in terms of uh, looking ahead and dividing home field advantage that way. Finally, since the weather is getting colder across the country, I had one other question: Do falling temperatures affect home field advantage? So the way I did this was again I looked at 10 seasons, I set indoor stadiums to say 72 degrees, and I regressed that temperature on results. And as it turns out, falling temperatures do not change home field advantage. Now, if a team is, say, facing a drastic change, like going from a hot climate to a cool climate, or vice versa, maybe home field advantage matters there, but you want to be careful. Like take a look at last week, for instance, and I got caught in this where I felt like Tampa Bay going up to Lambeau field would give the Packers much more of a home field advantage than they would otherwise enjoy. But Tampa Bay won that game and they won it comfortably. So, be careful when you're looking at those kinds of drastic changes. It can matter, but oftentimes other factors besides temperature can matter that much more. So ultimately, do not look at temperature too much in terms of home field advantage, but if you're looking at drastic climates, also keep in mind other factors that may matter even more than what we're talking about
0: when it comes to the weather. All right. I Do you guys think that, that we're closer to the point, because I'd love to be here. And I think we are getting closer. But do you guys agree that we're getting closer to the point where people are are done saying, oh, three points. homes were three points. Oh, there it's probably like three and a half in Kansas City or Buffalo, maybe four <laughs> points. Do you think we're there yet? I, I feel like I hear yeah. it less, but it still exists. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, aren't we just at the point where home field advantage is not something you're really factoring in as a main thing for handicapping? I mean, I'm kind of there. Like, it is an afterthought in certain situations, but it's kind of like, I don't think it means as much, right?
0: I mean, yeah. It it doesn't. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The idea is that it, it. You know, yeah, this year it has gone up some, but sometimes this stuff is just volatile. Like you're dealing with smaller sample sizes. Like even though we're dealing with nearly a full regular season, it is a relatively small sample size in terms of figuring out, okay, what does this mean compared with last year, two years ago, several years ago? And when you start to bunch up these seasons together, you see that these home field advantages, say like moving averages, things like that, It is getting slightly smaller and slightly smaller as we go along. And it also goes back into this idea of, okay, why is there a home field advantage? Why does this exist in the first place? Is it crowd noise? Do officials hear crowd noise and say those 50-50 calls tend to go to the home team a little bit more? Whatever you think may cause home field advantage, I think the league and teams in general have done a better job of kind of filtering those things out to where it's just where the teams are playing. There's no real inherent advantage because of it. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today
2: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree with everything that you had to say. And some of it is travel and the way that it's much more comfortable for the travel and, and all that. Like, it's just a lot of this—the old school thinking, the home field advantage, the west coast to east coast, and this time slot and that time slot—and you know, even the London trip. We talk a lot about it, but yeah, does it true. feel as impactful as it used to be? If you know what you're doing, it—it kind of depends. Like that's the one time if you're the jags, I, you love it, right? But right. I feel like we're at the we're at the point now where that's the one time of the year. With travel, do they understand what they're getting into? Have they been through this before? Where, you know, it's not home field, but it's just where, where you're putting a lot into that. And then the week after, too, with that travel as well for teams that decide not to take the bye. So it's interesting.
3: So here's another question for you guys, because I mentioned divisional home field advantage being smaller historically than your right. run-of-the-mill regular season game. We've got the Giants, we've got the Raiders, Steelers, and Lions as road teams in divisional games. So, Mm -hmm. yes, other factors probably matter a good bit more, but among Giants, Raiders, Steelers, and Lions, do you feel like there's perhaps some value backing the road teams?
0: Oh, man. Well, that Giants one is double digits, into double digits. We're (laughs) we're at 12 at last check, and the Eagles are not playing good ball right now. And so that that one that's one that certainly would be concerning for me. Like the the Lions are on the road, but they're indoors, so it's not as much of a concern as far as right. that with a controlled climate, and it's something that the Detroit team is used to. But yeah, there's there are certainly a couple of you know I made my point about the Giants Eagles. You know, it's also interesting about what the what the league did um, with both of those games is that these teams are going to be facing off twice in these final three weeks. And I don't know if this, it's just a random thing that happened or if this is something they're going to do on a regular basis as they try to, to, to fit in those two games throughout the year. I I don't, the, the league didn't think the giants were going to be in the mix. So I don't, I don't know what the thinking was behind that one.
1: Yeah. And that's a tough one to handicap for me because You look at these NFC East games, these teams play each other well, like sometimes just weird stuff happens, but you can't go back and say, oh, what did the Giants do against the Eagles earlier this year or whatever, because so much has changed and they haven't even played yet. So it's like, you don't know if they're going to get up for this game and cover that spread.
3: Well, and the other thing, too, is even if, say, you're dealing with a divisional matchup, I mean, like Raiders Chiefs might be an example where, okay, yeah, maybe they're not sort of bunching those games together, but you do know that, okay, yes, divisional games tend to be, uh, you know, closer scoring, those kinds of things. Divisional matchups, home field advantage doesn't matter as much. But if you get some kind of random upset, talk about how it will impact the standings drastically. Maybe this team that is an underdog could make a wild card spot uh, or that loss to a team vying for a one seed, whatever it is. It can be a massive shakeup to where you're generating a lot more PR and news if, say, an upset were to happen, and it's likelier to happen in divisional games, even if the underdog is a team you don't necessarily respect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, it's going to be really fascinating in those in those spots. And it was like everything was flying high with with the Giants one. And then does one week derail all of that, or are people getting back on board a little bit? It's it, yeah, these other divisional matchups. Like you've got something to look at, and uh, mm-hmm. it's it's interesting how you have nothing to look at as far as previous <laughs> matchups. But you also don't want to go too far too. Like, oh, the, right. like, it doesn't mean it's going to repeat exactly how it played out with uh, with some of the games that did occur. Like, say, Chiefs-Raiders, which was not that long ago, um, and right. that was a, a really good bounce-back spot for the Chiefs, and they came through. Doesn't mean it's going to happen again.
3: Exactly right. Exactly right. This is MetQL Daily presented by MGM. Coming up next, Brad Powers shares his thoughts on how to bet the college football playoff. That's right here on the MetQL Network.